All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer on this Monday morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, let's start with it. We got to start with the Omicron variant here. Um, it, the name we didn't have a couple days ago, and now everybody knows it. Yeah, everybody knows it, although I think uh, across the Atlantic Ocean, we're still arguing about how to pronounce it. So the British seem to prefer Omicron and their coverage, and the United States seems to prefer Omicron. So um, it, it's clear that the World Health Organization skipped over two letters in the Greek alphabet. The, they skipped over new because of the confusion that Gordon McDonald pointed out on Friday, which is, are you going to have to say the new, new variant? Um, and she, well, it is kind of a well-known name in China, including uh, apparently some guy who's the president of China. So I guess they decided they didn't want to use that one either. That would be too confusing, too. Okay, so now we have a name. Where is BC's information? Well, you know, I think that's a legitimate concern. We had a very brief statement Friday from Adrian Dix and Dr. Bonnie Henry praising the federal government for... Uh, limiting flights uh, from the countries that are most at risk. And that's a good, a good step. But uh, I was struck by Dr. Brian Conway, who we've interviewed many times on this issue, the infectious disease expert in Vancouver. On Saturday, he was on Global, and he said, we need to hear from Dr. Bonnie Henry. British Columbians look to her for direction, and we need to know some things. Uh, he suggested it wasn't a great idea to wait to the usual briefing on Tuesday. I think he has a point for a couple of reasons. The first one, Simi, is the early evidence about the Omicron variant suggests that vaccines do provide more protection against it. We don't know how much protection, but I think that translates into an argument for stepping up boosters in British Columbia. It's on a fairly leisurely schedule at the moment. They're not expecting to complete boosters for everyone until the new year. I think there's a reason for at least getting a briefing, at least hearing our experts uh, explain uh, why they aren't stepping it up if they aren't stepping it up. So I think that's legit. There's concerns, obviously, all, as always, about seniors. Our hospitalization and ICU rate and death rate is already high. Our per capita numbers are now um, worse than several other Canadian provinces. So I think there's a reason for urgency here, and I think they should say about that. Uh, the other issue, which I think is also legitimate, there's been some evidence, Simi, that Airport screening of arrivals has been slackening in uh, recent weeks. Uh, maybe not as much urgency to that either, not as worried about it. I think that's one where the national government should be stepping up screening very, very quickly. We've got cases all over the world, including here in Canada, and I don't think they can afford to relax their guard on it. I don't think so either. We know Ontario health officials are holding a briefing, well, right now, actually. It was supposed yes. to start at 6.30 our time. So I feel like even if it's just to reassure people, to let people yep. know, listen, we're on this, it's coming, Just we're, we're just trying to figure out all the information. You're right, Simi. Look, I've been critical of Dix and Dr. Henry at times for not acting quickly enough and all that. But I do sense, at least from the coverage that I see, the feedback that I get, that most British Columbians still look to them for direction. I think Dr. Oh, Conway was right. Yeah, I think Dr. Conway was right in saying it on Global on Saturday that we need to hear from them, right? We can decide to what degree we think they're on the ball on this. But the first step is 
They are the people we look to here in BC. In general, I think British Columbians trust them. And in this case, there's certainly an urgency to hear from them. I think so, too. Um, Also, so we had the Prime Minister here at the end of the week, and uh, there was a press conference with the Premier. Yeah, with the Premier. uh, It was good to see the Premier there. As you know, John Horgan is in the midst of radiation treatment for his cancer, so it's, uh, uh, you know always reassuring to see that he's still on the job. He says he is, and uh, he's got a lot of things on his mind. And the Prime Minister came out. Politicians will always get criticized for not showing up when there's a disaster, and they'll get criticized for showing up when there's a disaster because they distract the rescue efforts. So I think Trudeau handled this one well. He came out. He did a tour with Mike Farnworth out in Abbotsford. That was the best place to go. Other places in B.C., uh, are just too stressed and too distracted by events, so some of the First Nations reserves and so forth. So he did the right thing. His initial reassurance, what, $9 million right away for uh, First Nations community in distress uh, for the Port of Vancouver, and a committee, and I know people can get cynical, oh, God, another committee, but this one makes sense. This is a joint committee of federal, provincial officials who in the long run and in the medium term, are going to have to decide some very big questions. What do we rebuild? What do we rebuild first? And to what standard do we rebuild? Because John Horgan said it, it's going to take a mountain of money to fix these problems in the short, medium, and long term. It's absolutely critical that the federal and provincial government be on the same page on all that. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of work here, too. And what about the Nooksack River, right? We, we've talked about this and that it's a joint, it's an American river, but we need some help in dealing with the fallout from it. Yeah, it's an American river that floods into Canada. And we've known about the problem for decades. Uh, we've talked about it for decades. Uh, Mike Farmworth was good on that subject last week. He says it's a complicated problem. If it were a simple solution, we probably would have solved it. But yes, it clearly has to be international uh, management of a river that rises in one country and floods into another. The Prime Minister said he's aware of it. The federal government is dealing with it. He said the Canadian Embassy in Washington, D.C. has already been on to the Canadian, to the American government and gotten results on short-term things like uh, our uh, trucks being able to go down into the U.S. and come back into Canada to get supplies to the interior, uh, travelers doing the same, people trying to get home doing the same. So he was optimistic about it. Uh, I'm optimistic about it to this extent that I think the governments are focused on it. Washington State has a problem with flooding with the Nooksack as well. But I think Farmworth is right. If there were an easy solution to this problem, it would have been solved a long time ago. There's a great debate in in Washington about the right way to go about it. Do you dredge the river? That's controversial. Do you build the dikes higher upstream and force the water downstream? That's controversial. Who's going to pay for it? That's controversial. So I think it's going to take a major effort, one that is well worth doing, but Canada and the United States, British Columbia and Washington are going to have to work together. They certainly are. Okay, and very quickly, it sounds like BC is now going to use the Alert Ready Wrap. Yeah, who knew? You know, what a wonderful thing. Imagine, you know there's this thing called Alert Ready that's out there that's available that you can use to put people on alert when there's an imminent danger? Who who knew that that was available? I mean, 
I'm being sarcastic. British Columbia yes, is the only province in Canada that hasn't used it. Ontario's used it 200 times. Alberta's used it. Saskatchewan, Quebec's used it. Even Prince Edward Island has used it. But, ah, uh, no, British Columbia, we're studying this matter. Well, they took so much heat for not using it and not even being ready to use it, really, and saying, oh, well, it's still experimental and we're going to have something ready next spring, uh, that now they're ready to use it. Yeah. They will only use it in consultation with local government and that's probably appropriate, although I think local government is somewhat overwhelmed these days. But in any event, they will use it for imminent threats. It's available, and uh, British Columbians should be aware that their government has finally decided that Alert Ready has Good. some merit. Good. Okay, Ron, thank you. Bye-bye, Sue.